You are Locked On the NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin. I am joined, as always, by Adam Morris, who is in a uh, in a in a great state of mind. How you doing, bud? I'm always doing great, Anthony, especially when I get to talk to you. Aww. Aww. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Locked On. <laughs> Today's show is going to be a fun one. As per usual, we like having our fun around here, and training camps are about to kick off. We are days away from training camps and media days and, and all that glory. Uh, so today what we're going to do is we're going to do in segment one, teams that are excited heading into, into training camp. In segment number two, we're going to talk about teams that aren't so excited about training camp. And then in segment number three, as we've done all offseason, we're going to name our five things each that we really love about the NBA. You guys know where to find the show. You guys know where to find us. Let's dive right into this thing. Adam, I'm going to start it off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think we're going to have the same list because I actually – going through every team, there were three teams that I feel like are the most excited for this this upcoming season. You think? I think so. We'll I see. think we'll have at least two of the same. All right. So the first one, I think we both have the same. A certain fan base that I oh, get to gosh. talk to on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Number one has to be – the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. We've been so, like it's been 5 years of irre- of irrelevance. It's it's been <laughs> what a drought. It's been it's been terrible. Poor Minnesota fans are like we're 1 for 11, but <laughs> No, Lakers fans have to be excited. There was the big press conference today um <laughs> and you could just you could just feel Lakers excitement for this upcoming uh training camp. It'd be a shame if it didn't work out the way they hoped. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I I just I just Sports Illustrated stay the hell away from <laughs> the Lakers. Just stay away. We don't need any extra title pages. Nothing like that. They haven't. The Dodgers haven't been the same since they anointed them the greatest team ever. Let's just stop that stuff. I, I gotta say, seeing Magic Johnson or hearing Magic Johnson rather today talk about watching LeBron James in, in the workouts was really cool. I mean, it even is. even for me, it was a really, really cool moment to think of these guys separated by a generation. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just – it felt like a cool, honest one. The the thing that I kept on going back to with Magic, and this will be the last point that I make about this, but he seems to legitimately love the game. Like sometimes yeah. you, see, you hear older players talk about it, and they just seem kind of crotchety. He seems <laughs> to – like he just – he, he they're asked a question like, "Did you notice anything new? Did you learn anything new about LeBron in, in your time meeting him so far?" And he said, "I just love watching him play." And yeah. and he just like eyes glazed over That's his great. All right, what's your first team? Um, well, it was the Lakers, so we're 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 stuck there. But I'll go okay. to my next one. Um, I think the Bucks are have reason to be excited. Wow. And yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm surprised because I have the Bucks too. <laughs> yeah, well, I think as again, wow. I think it's a it's a good answer. You know, it's not that. Milwaukee, I don't I, I hate saying, you know, there's been bad coaches or this or that, but I definitely think it was a staleness in Milwaukee and, and sort of a plateau feeling for that organization and getting some new life, new coaching injected in there. I just think and then obviously the Le- LeBron James going to the Western Conference plays a big part of it. But I just feel like Milwaukee, this is, this is a big year for them. This is this is the year you sort of expect them to take a, a pretty big step. We should probably just say like the entire Eastern Conference, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. I have them on my list as well. So I'm going to change my pick and go with Boston. And yeah. 
And Boston, I mean, last year they went as far as they did without Kyrie Irving for a good portion of it, without Gordon Hayward for basically any of it. Jason Tatum is is going to take a step forward. Jalen Brown is going to take a step forward. They were able to bring back Marcus Smart at a, at a decent rate. Uh, I, I think they're in – I hate saying this, but I think Boston is in for a huge season this year, huge. Yeah, I think so. I thought about putting them on my list. I think there's certainly some enthusiasm. Two reasons I didn't is because they already went to the Eastern Conference Finals. So I know that even going to mm-hmm. the finals would, you know, would, or some whatever the next step could be would be a big step. But um, they had so much success last year, and then also Gordon Hayward. You know, I think they'll probably ease him into the into activities yeah. and things. So there almost will be more of an excitement as the actual season gets going, and maybe a little bit later for them. That's why I left them off. Yep. All right. What's next on your list? A team that will hit the ground running, though, in the Eastern Conference, sort of in that same same group, the Toronto Raptors. I think this is probably a year – they talk about staleness. I think there was a real just recognition from the entire Toronto fan base that everything had run their course in the DeRozan yeah. era. But getting now Kawhi Leonard and just all the mystery surrounding him, part of what's fun about Media Day is you get – questions answered and man there's a lot of questions that get to be answered for toronto at media day and throughout training camp as they basically reinvent their team that's a great idea in theory but Kawhi doesn't talk so <laughs> <laughs> well other people will talk about him <laughs> um all right the the last team on my list i guess here is is okc oh. i think i think so even with <laughs> russell even with russell westbrook's injury they it was a huge, monumental upset that they were able to keep Paul George. Huge. Yeah. They have to see for me that excitement happened back in, in July. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean now it, it, for camp, man. <laughs> camp there and I've got I won't lie that I've got them on my next list, so I'll I'll kinda save the negatives. But for them, I don't know, man. I, uh, I just I, I feel like I feel like if, if I'm an OKC, this is I mean, this is one of the last couple chances that they're gonna have to really go at yeah. it. You know, and and I think they they really. If there's one thing we know about that fan base is that they love that team. So I think that's almost a constant. Did you have one more? Or was that it? That was it. That was it. We're gonna come back here in a second. <laughs> We're gonna come back here in a second with teams that aren't feeling so great. Give me reasons why OKC isn't excited. Well. There's a couple of reasons. I think anytime your main piece is gone for a training camp, what do you work on? You work on your identity. You yeah. work on all of your team, uh, you know, terms and how things are going to go. But you take out the engine to the machine; it's not working anymore. You have to come up with a whole new thing. So I think there's a sense of we're going to do camp, we're going to do all these drills and get into shape, and we're going to run an offense that's on, that we actually can't even practice without the the main component. Counterpoint: They don't have Carmelo Anthony anymore. Counter counterpoint. It's Oklahoma City. These guys were in the at Cancun. They were in Cabo <laughs> oh last week. <laughs> Oklahoma City. Fair, fair <laughs> you spent point. three months in the Bahamas. You're, now it's now you're going back to the. <laughs> Not in the Bahamas anymore. We're back yeah. in Kansas. All right. <laughs> what do you uh, got? I actually disagreed with your Toronto take. Oh no! I did. I did. Here's why. So Toronto, like they have all of this newness and and it's reinvigorated they got a new coach they got i mean demar derozan was a huge piece of what they identified with but as you said they kind of recognized it had run its course but 
I just don't think they'll ever feel certain about this team this year. Man, you're crazy. Look, they just want they, as good as they were, and they were a very good team last year. They now have a guy who could be the best player in the league. No, no, no. In, I'm, in, not, in, I'm, not, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying they're fine on the court. But if I was a fan this year, I would never feel that comfortable about oh, like this man. moving forward. That that's always going to hey, be in the back of their mind. As somebody as who fan, as the fan of a long suffering franchise, I, I can tell you, look. You only need a little glimmer of hope for people to completely buy in. You only need that like one in a million chance, and it's like, all right, I'm there. Yeah, all right, that's fair. Um, all right, what's next on your list? Um, the Warriors, and because huh. look, they're going to be excited yeah. on Nowhere April fifteenth of next year when they actually have to show up to work for the very first time. The rest of this is just formalities. This is them punching the clock um, and having to go through a whole training camp, then a whole preseason, and then season. Come on, man. They they they're dreading this next week. <laughs> they're dreading the next eighty-two games. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. They don't they don't want to be there for. They're gonna. It's gonna be a bunch of Eric Bledsoe tweets. Like I don't want to be here. <laughs> From all of them. <laughs> uh, next. I mean, I I should say I'm gonna say the the best for last year, and I'm gonna go with Houston as the next team that's dreading this next season. They were right there, man. And yeah. and there is nothing worse in sports. As a Vikings fan, I can I can speak to this a zillion fold. There is nothing worse in sports fandom than feeling like you were right there, but having it taken yeah. away from you because of circumstance. And now it's hard to feel like they're going to get back there because they lost so much of last year's team. Yeah, they're a different team. And I think last year was the year where they set the tone in the regular season and all of those things, you know, I don't know that you can be that two times in a row. I just I, and I don't know if they need to be or want to be. I think there's a little bit more of a coast factor for them on the season. And then yeah, there's some enough new pieces um, that there's still a lot of figuring out to do. So I, I don't think they're one of my bottom three teams, but they definitely they were on the list that the, of one of the last eliminated. Yep. Uh, do you have another one? <laughs> it's got to be the Timberwolves. I mean, this is absolutely <laughs> has to be. Who? <laughs> well, first of all, look. You know, if Jimmy Butler gets traded, you know, between now and Monday, maybe there's a little bit of life, you know, then everything flips for them. And then I think everybody's ecstatic. But if you got to hang out after all of this subtweeting and videos <laughs> on Instagram and everything, are you kidding me? That would be absolute horrible place. <laughs> Nobody wants to be there. And oh, I mean, look, I actually think it is not going to happen. And, and I'm going to talk about this in the next segment, but. Can you imagine the leverage you're going to lose on Tuesday at training camp when guys are just yelling and fighting each other and you have to cancel practice? <laughs> Look, I, I don't need, know if it's actually that bad, but still. All I need in my life, this is it. There is nothing more that I want in my life right now than Steven Jackson to get a credential to media day. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> oh, man. That honestly, though, as, as from a fan perspective i think everybody's excited for timberwolves media day that's gonna be the best media day of all of them uh so i'm ready for it i i do think though like this doesn't really necessarily help their cause at all but minnesota fans as i alluded to earlier have been through the ringer with the vikings and the vikings have put them through so much so i think their guards are always kind of open for disaster <laughs> and and it's not like the 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 timberwolves have been like this this faction of sturdy organizational support, right? So, I mean, I, I don't think anybody could have predicted that it was going to blow up this way. But it, <laughs> but we all know, predicted it would blow up. It, it probably wasn't going to end well. I mean, as yeah. soon as as soon as Tom Thibodeau started collecting old 
bulls like that and yeah. and they started getting minutes over young timberwolves like i just it wasn't gonna end well that being said you know if there is a trade that organization i don't know that it would i, I can't even imagine a trade that would work out better for minnesota but nonetheless it'd work out better for media day because i imagine that would give a lot of life yep uh i i also had minnesota in my last spot so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with one more here that I think is is probably not really looking forward to their training camp and season, and that's Portland. I think the huh. they're so capped out. It's the exact same team. There's very little new, and and yeah, look, they were they were barely enough last year. They we we saw firsthand in the playoffs that they weren't enough with the team that they had last year. I don't know. I mean, they're great fans, so they'll convince themselves and be excited about something. But I don't necessarily know what they would really latch onto right now to say. Okay, yeah, we can take a step forward. Yeah, I, I I can see that. I don't know that they'd necessarily be dreading it, um, but but I definitely think that there's probably a certain for that team. It's just you know in the NBA you have to either be have a puncher's chance or you have to be working towards something, and they're a team that at the moment just doesn't seem like they have the flexibility to be working towards anything except for more of the same, I guess. Yeah, it's like the ship just went down in the middle of the Atlantic, and they're just kind of sitting there waiting. <laughs> just waiting for it yeah <laughs> all right we're gonna take another quick second on that dark image <laughs> and, <laughs> and happy friday everybody <laughs> come back and have a little bit of fun all right so as we've done all off season we are working to what was the hand thing i was listening i was oh. i was being an active listener <laughs> As I said at the beginning of the show, Adam is in a great mood tonight. <laughs> he, uh, so anyway, as we've done all offseason, though, we have put together this list of five things each that we re- – five random things that we really like about the NBA. We've talked about it a ton here already. Uh, I think I started with the first one. I think I did last week first. So you go first this sure. time. I might have used this one, but it's good. It's it's worth it again. I, I, how angry people get over player rankings. It's the best. <laughs> Are you talking about it's players the, it's actually or my, like – No, 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 fans. Yeah. And it's actually my – because I hate player rankings. I just think they're dumb and I'm so emotionally removed from them. But my favorite thing is watching people like really freak out about their guy being 15th and not 13th. It is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. I saw so many – and actually this is on my list too, so I'll kind of expand on it because I have lists. I love lists. <laughs> oh, I, I love lists too. This I don't, segment, we had a list in every segment. Exactly. We did. <laughs> But like I, I love it for the reasons that you're talking about. Like sarcastically, I like to just sit yeah. back and watch the world burn as like <laughs> Will Barton gets compared to Lou Williams, and there's like a legitimate conversation why one is 14 and why is what the other yeah. one is 16. I Player just, I, rankings inherently don't make sense. I mean, the game of basketball in term and value in the game of basketball is not like a linear thing where every player gets a score and whoever scores higher is the better player. They're pieces matter roles matter all these different things it's a puzzle yeah but you know what it is hilarious just to see people and it's funny when it's you know one versus two two versus three like okay whatever i get it it's your favorite there's that but we're talking about like the 28th guy (laughs) versus the 31st i'm just come on man what (laughs) how does your brain hold that much information to like key in on the difference between those like ridiculous spots the 73rd no he's 76th (laughs) although apparently kyle kuzma is legitimately pissed that he's not in the top 100 so watch out america (laughs) (laughs) there you go 
Um, all right, I'll, I'll go with the next one. Or no, you go to the next one. I, I kind of expanded on the list. Okay. Um, I like that organizations have identities. Um, <laughs> there, somebody was – when the new rule came out about shoes, you know, you can wear any color of shoes. They, there was some ta- – somebody – I heard an anecdote about how in Miami LeBron – Nike wanted LeBron to wear these like bright red shoes. And, and uh, Pat Riley told Nike, all of my soldiers wear the same boots. Oh, my God. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, that's that's Miami. They have this identity of like very serious, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's cool. Like different organizations have different identities. That's so funny that like that's going on in Miami. Like be, <laughs> <laughs> Miami, exactly. like of, of of all cities, that's yeah. the one. I mean, I yeah. guess it makes sense because you need to be kind of structured in that city. <laughs> but it's a flashy city to be like, yeah, we're all wearing yeah. plain black shoes with red trims. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, all right. I like players' families. Like, <laughs> poor poor Andrew Wiggins had to deal with, like, Steven Jackson going at him uh, all man. day yesterday because of his brother mouthing off on Twitter. Yeah. And, like, my favorite thing about it is these family members, brothers, sisters, moms, dads, whatever, cousins, nephews, whatever, they'll send out these tweets and immediately, all it takes is a Google search to be like, oh, yeah, that's so-and-so's brother. Or that's so-and-so's right. whatever. You, oh, the internet finds you. You can't hide that stuff. Immediately. The internet finds you. <laughs> and then they think they try to delete the tweet as if nobody Yeah, that doesn't work it. either. Yeah, once it's out. <laughs> I would just double down. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steven Jackson isn't well, going to find but- me. There is also a generational thing there, I think, which is funny because Jimmy Butler's not that old. I mean, like he's yeah. – you know what I mean? But 29. there is like – the older crowd and, and and I think Wiggins even clapped back and this is I can just go ahead and share this is one of mine is just the petty wars back and yeah. forth and and yeah I think uh, Wiggins even sla- uh, clapped back about something about yeah these old guys don't know what they're talking about I mean yeah. referring to Stephen Jackson. Jackson this is yeah this is what's cool about the NBA is it, it is theater as it, the sport and, and everything exists in one sphere but then there's this sphere the like the yeah. drama of it all that's like. Equally as fun sometimes. Yeah. I I mean, some of the most fun times that we've had on NBA Twitter have had nothing to do with basketball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Just the theater of it all. It's great. It's incredible. Um, are you going to use that as the your next Yeah, that was, that was mine. So you're up. All right. My next one then is training camp reports. They're incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm waiting for the one that says like, you know what? Isaiah Thomas, I thought he was going to be a little taller. <laughs> I thought he was going to be better. I thought he was stronger than that. <laughs> like I'm waiting for the first one. Like you know, Luke Walton came really unorganized. Well, everybody's in the best shape of their life. They're going to play fast. Um, <laughs> really great summer. Worked on every aspect of my game. Tried to added, step out to the three point line. Yeah, added the corner three. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are always great, great. A lot of great cliches coming around on Monday. Um, my next one is that we follow this league so closely that we actually factor in complete strangers as psyches. For example, none of us know Tibbs, but we just know we just assume that because he is in charge of the decision making over there, he is going to make different decisions than what we would consider rational, right? We oh. think we analyze Tibbs' psyche and then try to analyze how that will affect his his decision making through a process like this we would assume if your best player was fighting with your second best player and and things were this bad that people were tweeting at each other and sending videos you would say oh yeah he's traded but we all go oh but it's tibbs <laughs> <laughs> like, like we 
know the guy and we know his yeah. psychology. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair with Tibbs, though, he's been – extru- He's been insanely predictable. Lou <laughs> 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 Waldang became available. We were like, oh, yeah, Lou Waldang's going to be in Minnesota soon. Bang. Think about how crazy that is that we actually factor his psyche into like our analysis of the t- situation. It's just it's insane. Yeah. No, it's that's good. Like with with Popovich and the Lakers when they were thinking about making, you know, the Kawhi thing was going on. Everybody was like, nope, Pop is not sending him to L.A. And it wound up being true. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. Um, oh, all right. Here's one. You know what? I'm going to save it for last. The trade machine. I love the trade machine. Uh- the trade machine is so much fun. It needs a facelift. Can I a hot take? There, there needs yeah. a few new features factored in. We need to be able to trade draft picks. Yep. You know, uh, we need to be cash able to trade certain. There should be a thing. Cash considerations. There should be a. You know, you can't play a, trade a player until a certain date. Make sure they make that a caveat at the end. Don't yeah, block turn the off trade. The rules. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> just say this trade is illegal before such date. Then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. perfect. I, I'm surprised nobody has – like because there's so much going on across the NBA online like community that, that oh, no, nobody no. People, has gone out. People have. There's actually some really complex ones using like you know Microsoft Excel and stuff. The problem is they don't have a platform like ESPN for people to very conveniently oh. go to. Well, I'm going to need you to send me those because I'm a freaking trade machine nerd. <laughs> I love go. that stuff. I It annoys me that Bill Simmons calls himself the trade machine Picasso. Yeah, the Picasso, the trade machine. The, the one thing that was – does is he factoring into that analysis of his his abilities on there that like Picasso trades made no – like Picasso paintings <laughs> made no sense to anybody? <laughs> well, uh, yes. That's what happens when you have complete objectivity – or subjectivity, you lose any objectivity. Yeah, there you go. Anthony, my, my <laughs> freshman year intro to art class reminds me of it. Uh, my right. next one. And this is actually because since it's the last one of the year, this is actually a thing I hate about the league oh. that people are actually excited about Space Jam too. What? Get the out of here! This is ridiculous. Come it was a ter- Space Jam, a stupid movie, terrible movie, and it's only people's like made-up nostalgia that they want to this movie to keep going on. It's insane. That's I, that's all I got to say. Can I say though, like Ryan Coogler being like involved gives it like makes me think it has a chance gonna be great no <laughs> oscar Oscar, <laughs> man now they're there i will lebron will be the goat i mean i know kobe already has one oscar but if he gets an oscar for space jam too then lebron's the goat on on my show the other day harrison and i were trying to figure out like co-stars and i thought that like lebron should create a character it's like jr smith's actual name is earl right yeah and yeah. Like, <laughs> so like yeah. he should go he should be like Earl Smithers, and he just keeps <laughs> shooting on the wrong basket. Like, <laughs> uh, I need, I, I, I can't wait. I want to know why you don't like Space Space Jam. This is always interesting to me. Like, is what? When what did you, you first I, watch it? When I was a child, just like everybody else. And you've watched. Well, you have a thing against sports movies, though. <laughs> I do. There's not very many good ones, but this one, no. I mean, this one is just it's a dumb movie. I don't, I don't know what it is that I, I see why it appeals to children. Mm-hmm. But I don't see why it appeals to adults. Well, I hate to break this to you, Adam, but you've been doing this show with a child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I trust me. I know this. All right. For my last one, I'm going out on a bang. My my favorite thing about uh, the NBA right now is Rob Polinka press conferences. 
because he always has some crazy, stupid oh, announcement. Yes. No, <laughs> have you have you heard have you seen this thing? Uh, I, I I read it earlier today when it dropped. All right, so I'll just I'll just give a smidgen of it. Okay, he goes. I think of this story, and this is quote. Okay, verbatim. I think of this story. I don't know if it's an ancient tale of old of this young <laughs> of this young kitten oh, that's man. running around the jungle and it sees a bobcat and it says, "Oh, it's a bigger cat. It must be a lion." So it starts mimicking the bobcat and thinks it's become the king of the jungle. A year later, along comes an actual male lion, <laughs> and the little cat says, "Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that's what a lion's roar was like." <laughs> What a story. I mean, what was everybody like during this moment? Everybody was looking at each other. Like, everybody's like, like are we supposed to laugh here? What are we? <laughs> well, no, it's Magic even dogged him for it. Like, I mean, even, <laughs> like Magic kind of saved himself afterward, but you, you could definitely tell, like, as they were walking off, that Magic was like, what the hell was that? What, what are you doing there? So, man, Rob Polinka press conferences are. are <laughs> I like him. Yeah, that's a great thing. I look forward to more. Performance art. <laughs> All right, next time you and I talk, we will have actual kind of sort of basketball to talk about. We, we made it, man. We made it. We did it. We made it through the off season. <laughs> you you guided this kitten through the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait, though, because honestly, I mean, look, the off season, obviously you're reaching for content and stuff, but what we enjoy most about the NBA is the basketball, Yeah, and that's what we get next week, and, and, and I just can't wait for it. And also... This is maybe one of the more exciting seasons that I can remember. You know, they just get better and better. They do. I guess they do. I guess that's true. Unless you're Charles Barkley and you actually hate the Lakers. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Locked On NBA Podcast Friday Edition. Next week, Adam and I will be back at it again to preview some of the the preseason games that are going to be kicking off. I can't wait. Can't wait. I can't wait. Have a great weekend, everybody. <laughs>